Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. My name is Biz Paul. I'm here in the UK and I'm joined, she's still in Florida. It's my good friend and co-host. It's Felicia Jones. You have no voice. What is going on? <laughs> I just, as I was saying it, I was like, yeah, hang on a second. Uh, oh my gosh, you sound like you're about 14. Thank you. Um, did you party? Did you party this weekend? What did you do? No, I didn't. I I worked this weekend, and so and I've worked. I was running a workshop on Sunday, and I you worked over the weekend. Yeah, and I've <laughs> been running a workshop all day today, so I've done a lot of talking. <laughs> Have you ever? I has one thing that has gotten to me over the last two years and i don't know if this is just because of the pandemic but when i do have to go and talk to people it hurts the next next day <laughs> and i'm like tired it feels like yeah. i don't talk a lot and then i have a whole day where it's like oh gosh i don't want to talk anymore <laughs> well uh maybe maybe you just need to like carry around i don't know like a like a device where you can just like type out what you want to <laughs> say and just like give it to them isn't so that what google or siri they do all that stuff maybe right? maybe yeah. yeah yeah well considering what a what's going on with ai you probably can do that they have these things now that learn your voice so all you have to do is type it out and it speaks in your voice yes oh yes yeah 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 that's yeah. really fascinating the whole we, we need to do a, a show on ai because i'm finding it fascinating like what things can do and how scared how scared people are uh, of it it's like they think the machines are coming for them right now yeah I, I I'm, I'm loving I'm loving AI um I, I love it and I, we should also be very very afraid of it at the same time maybe maybe there's other things that we yeah. should be afraid of though so let's get a quick update on the new segment we're calling what I learned <laughs> at the weekend Felicia it's over to you uh Okay, so what I learned over the weekend, I learned that people have no idea who Harry Styles is. Um, <laughs> Fools. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, a lot of people love Beyonce, which I already knew, but people seem to be like culty over Beyonce these days. Um, I learned a little bit more about this book ban in Florida, which is crazy to me. And I learned that interracial dating is immoral immoral you say immoral okay immoral let's unpack that so yeah. how is it immoral <laughs> well this is um from the experts on twitter who read things maybe they're probably from florida for all i know but someone is saying that it's immoral to date people your ancestors brainwashed to hate themselves and love you and your image and it's immoral to have sexual relationship with a group of women that your ancestors engineered whoa wow <laughs> i don't even know what this, like i don't even engineered yeah, i i i yeah i don't even know what that means <laughs> and this is a long tweet but there you go that's what i learned so i guess it's just immoral that's it <laughs> it's just yeah it's just it's yeah wow i mean that's got yeah. i mean i don't want to i don't want to like extend this beyond like what it is but it's it's like it's like equating it to like bestiality or something. That's deep too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I wasn't ready for that one. I don't have a response for that yet. But uh, but 
but for some people that that is how they, that, that to be honest that is how a lot of people do equate it but that's what um, that's especially what yeah it's um it's disturbing that other people are in other people's vaginas and penises without being invited yeah yeah oh <laughs> Now, okay, right, that just reminds me of a, a, a news story that's going on here. But um, yeah, that is Uh-oh. that is definitely that is definitely the case. We've got lots of issues over here at the moment with um, people being uninvited into people's vaginas. So, yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. Um, oh, I, I did I did read this one story out of. Oh my gosh, this is one thing I saw on a weekend. It's probably why I had to blank out the weekend, but there there's this thing of whether or not women who are brain dead should be used to give birth to babies and it sounds and it seems like what i read that this was actually done in ireland what no and it didn't over well yeah it was they said somebody tried this in ireland and and people were arguing back and forth and they were saying, well, this is just like donating your organs and that somehow, some way they're saying that these women donated themselves to do this. It's I, like I said, I, once I saw that, I think I had to stop the internet for a while. <laughs> I did actually see this story. Uh, yeah. So it's, yeah. so for context then, so it's the idea that if you are, uh, if you have a womb and you um, or if that womb and your body is still working, but you are brain dead and you consent, I think the emphasis in the article is about, you know, you consent to do this, that instead of like donating your kidneys, you could effectively donate your working womb and get impregnated with an embryo to take it to term as a, as a surrogate. Right. That was essentially, I think. There are so many things wrong with this. Of course. <laughs> so many things. And and of course, us as humans, and we get all evilly, somebody's going to do this and consent is going to be on a very thin line um, because the, the problem you'll have is that you'll start doing this with women in prison because they can consent. Oh, oh, that was the other part of it. Uh, they were There was another piece to this of, oh my gosh, people, prisoners being able to knock time off by donating organs and things like that too so um it was two different stories but they were back to back and it's like there's so much wrong with all of this that i'm just not going to pay attention to it right now well i think i think that's probably advisable i mean the, the more that yeah. life goes on the more handmaid's tale this world becomes that is that is for sure because that's that's what that's like isn't it it's sort of handmaids and the fertile and the you know using wombs I actually, uh, this might be risky saying what I think here, but um, I think (laughs) if someone was able to consent and that is something that they wanted to do, then actually I don't have too much of a problem with it. But the issue, as you've sort of suggested, is that can somebody give consent? What is consent? And also in this instance, how long is that consent valid for? Because do you, I think there's, there's, it gets dodgy when there's, I mean, it's dodgy anyway, I suppose, but it gets really dodgy when, you know, let's say that, that womb has had 17 children and it's kind of like almost literally in pieces. Doing that to a, to, to a body is, is clearly 
not not good so would you limit it to one child or three children or something like that that's things that we're not ready to discuss i suppose well you're incubating babies and there's so many there's so many problems with all of this just think that if this was someone in your family what are the rights of the surviving family members or or a surviving spouse things like that so there's just so many so many problems that will occur probably have occurred um some of the negative sides when you look at surrogate motherhood all that kind of stuff um yeah yeah i mean i understand our our innovation in in medical in medical things but man we are I think we're playing God a few too many times and it causes problems, but I'm pretty sure somebody has done this before. And um, yeah. Just out of interest, yeah. where do you sit on, like when you die, what what are your instructions? Are you donating anything, everything? What, what have you decided? Actually, you don't have to share. You don't have to share that if you don't wish, by the way. <laughs> I don't think I've signed a donor thing. I don't know. I have to go and check. Um, I don't know where I am on all this stuff. Mm. See, I, yeah. See here, yeah. it's you donate by default, right? You have to opt out. If, really? Yeah, yeah. You oh have, God. You have you have to opt out. Um, but like my view is like they can have anything. In fact, I've sort of discussed the idea that I want to be donated to science. Like they can they can like dissect me in front of students and stuff like that. Like that's, that's cool. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm kind of, I, I see the benefits of it, but I've also seen <laughs> they've done some bad things to some people and I don't know. I have to really, really think about it. Hmm. So, okay. Well, yeah. that was, see, that was a good section of what I learned at the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm going to watch a documentary about um, um, black market organ dealing. So that's what oh. I'm getting prepped for. Now, what's really going on in the world? There's a story <laughs> here, and I, I've literally just heard it on the radio. So I'm going to get this wrong, and I apologize for it. But it's something to do with um, some kind of uh, senior people, like I don't think they're in the government or something, in Nigeria. Uh, being over here or coming over here to donate organs or some kind of trade in organs, which is illegal here. Um, mm-hmm. but there's, there is a story over here about, about that kind of organ donation thing and, um, stuff like stuff. Like, I don't, yeah, I should, I should have researched that basically before I opened <laughs> my big mouth there, but can I, can I tell you another Africa story? This is yeah. something that I learned at the weekend. Africa is splitting in two. like physically like or yeah like there's this big crack that has opened um i'll have to find out where it is but there's this big crack that's that's opened um up i I mean i saw it on tiktok right so uh (laughs) obviously it's true of course uh something like (laughs) it's yeah here we go oh no maybe yeah, here we go. Uh, big crack is evidence that East Africa could be splitting in two. Oh, it's unavailable due to legal reasons. Okay, hang on. Oh, we're not in the EU anymore. Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, so this is big. This is big crack in Kenya, anyway. Huh. And actually, 
looking at the video, not the video, the 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 internet. This has been happening for a while because there's new stories here from 2018. There's yeah, there's have a look for it if you're listening. There's a big crack mm-hmm. opening up in East Africa that is basically because of tectonic plates and them moving apart. And so uh, you know what what happens there. I mean, you can obviously walk step across it, but it's a big crack. It goes on for absolutely miles and miles and miles, which I thought was interesting. Well, that's happening here in California, so mm. well, we might we might get some new plate, some new lands at some point. You never know. You never know. Now, as if this show was like filled with segues, as if it was organised, and really it isn't. But that kind of leads me on to to a, a big story uh, across the world, although not landing, it seems, over in the US. But it's time for a bit mm-hmm. of a bingo card update because we've got our officially our first um, thing that you can tick off the bingo card. If you don't know what we're talking about, go and have a look at uh, humansexhaustme.com and you'll be able to um, access the bingo card or go and look on Instagram and find the link. Um, but basically, uh, one of the bingo phrases or the or things that were going to happen in 2023 was a massive earthquake massive earthquake and yeah i feel sad that we're leading on this but uh there was a massive earthquake 7.8 on the richter scale and then about you know a few hours later like another one sort of almost the same magnitude in uh, i think the, it was the the aftershock the, was 7.5 yeah. and that's scary that is scary <laughs> in southeast turkey affecting turkey but also northern syria as well which is obviously Mm -hmm. not in the best shape as it is thousands of buildings collapsed thousands of people dead absolutely devastating yeah but interesting that it's not really news over there well you You know um i i don't see it in my timeline and of course don't judge my Twitter feed by the timeline, by news. Uh, I have not watched any national news or anything like that. The TV hasn't been on for a while. But yeah, just in my timeline, I don't see anybody really talking about it. Just a couple of people, um, people who are maybe who have family that are Americans and have family there. And I've seen mentioned, but yeah, it's just not um, a huge talking point i guess like water cooler talking point on my twitter feed or even on my facebook feed so but it's still pretty horrible uh when dustin told me about it and yeah earthquake and i saw some of the videos it is horrible Mm, like horrible yes yeah really is so it's a shame we've had to that would be the first one but it was something that we maybe predicted i think that was one of yours not that we're scoring points off tragedy you understand but um yeah yeah so don't forget your bingo card uh it's full of things that we think may happen some of which are more realistic than others but go and have a look and and see what's what uh also then at the weekend the grammys took place yeah the grammys Mm. controversial (laughs) af apparently Uh, i guess so did you watch do you watch that stuff well it happens overnight really uh, so, so I kind of woke up to various bits of news and then I've seen lots of clips. So I didn't watch it. The biggest thing that I took from it was that Ben, Aff- Ben Affleck was bored. Yeah. I saw those little things, you know, <laughs> he looks like he, he didn't want to be there and, uh, and they officially haven't put out any clips over here, I guess, you know, except for the ones people steal on their phones, but, 
Uh, I don't watch award shows, so it's been a while in the Grammys. I, I'm officially at the age where I don't really know who half of the artists are. Um, unless you <laughs> do what they do, you can give me some Beyonce and I'm on that fringe. And they did a, a 50 years of hip hop. So that I heard about that. I didn't watch it. So that was kind of cool of seeing some of these older hip hop people, which I thought was so fascinating because when hip hop came onto the scene, it was a, a good 10 years before the Grammys would allow them to even show up. Um, they banned them oh. from attending hip hop artists. So of course, you know, all the racial vibes with that, but the hip hop artists were not able to attend. And then when they finally started, created a category only, it was kind of like only the people who were nominated could come. And then, and of course, at that point, a lot of people stopped going. They, well, they didn't stop going. They just didn't show up. So the first year that they had a hip hop artist win was actually um, Will Smith uh, with um, uh, the Fresh Prince, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Oh, so right. he was one of the first artists to kind of be allowed on TV and in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you have a lot of older. Uh, hip hop artists, they said they gave a big F you to the Grammys for a long time and never showed up to them. <laughs> so, um, so it's always fascinating when people, um, I, I wonder if they talked about that in their segment of how wrong that was, but it definitely seems like the Grammys is trying to be more relevant because the Grammys is always boring. It was always kind of like watching the Oscars, which is like so boring. <laughs> uh, but now, um, not that many people are watching uh, these shows. So of course they got to bring in the young, younger acts and get them all involved, uh, which is, which is good. So, yeah, but yeah, since I learned that a lot of people have never heard of Harry Styles. Um, and How? the biggest thing I heard was like, I heard his song by mistake one time. I was like, wow, that's so wrong. But he won best <laughs> album. Yeah, he beat Beyonce, and the Bay the Bayhive is not happy. Do you know what though? Like the Bayhive gets a little bit obsessed <laughs> by like everything to to the kind of exclusion of others, which I kind of get because you're a bit like that with BTS. You know, <laughs> um, they're all in the military now, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> screw that. But well, she did walk away as the most winningest Grammy. Uh, most winningest artist of the Grammy. So she's she's made her point. In, I mean, she did it last year, but she's really solidified it this time. Um, and it, it is fascinating. And, and the thing about music here, it is still heavily segregated. Um, music is still very much segregated here in the United States um, by urban and non-urban music, mm. which is, you know, if you go ahead and figure out what's urban and what's non-urban. And if you listen to only urban channels, you they don't play um, Harry Styles at all. Of course. So uh, you you have to go to pop radio, and a lot of people that I know, I'm not saying a lot of people do, but a lot of people I know do not listen to pop music. So the whole, you know, Harry Styles is just over their head. And then of course, if you're older, Harry Styles is kind of over your head too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it's all it's all like a thing. Um. One thing that I find quite interesting, I'm just looking at the list of categories and the winners just so I can get my head around it. And yeah, there are a lot of categories. It's like, it's like everyone's a winner. It's like everyone's a winner and no one wins at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> they, they've done better by 
bringing in some of the more independent artists. Uh, so that's kind of cool in that you they do honor a lot of these artists that we have never heard of. Like there's a Glasper. He got record of the year or something like that. And people are like, who is he? But he's in that jazz uh, category. Yeah, uh-huh. um, I think some of the categories that we do see is definitely just to get ratings, but they have a whole other ceremony like two days before and they give out all of these awards. So for those of us in our age range, all the adult contemporary, i.e. old pop music that, you know, pop stars that got too old for the young kids, that's when they give out their awards and things like that. So. Okay. So for example, the the best bluegrass album, which is a genuine category. <laughs> yes. That that wasn't that wasn't something like that was before, we think. Yeah. Um I, don't, I it's probably going to be before. I mean, they got to give out best country cuz country music is it's country music is that category nobody knows anyone who listens to it sure. but it's the most popular music in the world uh is it not keith so, urban yeah, you give out- all the time is that not it that's the only country artist i know keith urban i don't think so <laughs> i don't think he's had an album in a long time <laughs> well, see and now you know how folks don't know yeah yeah uh, billy ray cyrus is. when was he <laughs> yeah um oh paul so oh, paul you're old yeah i am so before right so i want to talk about a bit of uh the controversies a, a, a little bit right but i'm just can i just pick out some of these categories because i yeah. can get things so it, so there's like a, a grammy for the for the song for the album yeah and for the performance so presumably that's like yes the, for the live performance the of it yeah yeah. And then you've mm-hmm. got like group performances and solo performances. And then you've got country solo performance. Okay, fine. Musical theatre album, fine. R&B song, rap mm-hmm. song. So I don't think the Brits, which is the equivalent in the UK, um, separates mm-hmm. that. Um, dance. Re- really? That's interesting. Yeah. Dance recording. Now, I'm not quite sure what that means. I... but uh, Probably dance music. Okay. So... Break My Soul won that one, right? And oh, definitely house your your music, Paul. The music you used to go club to. That is not Break Break My Soul. Is I mean, okay, like that album is probably the most dancey. That, That's the that, genre that in that genre of of music. So, okay, yeah. right. So engineered album, non classical. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, global music album, fine. Uh, tropical Latin. Spoken word album, uh, Viola Davis won that. Now here's the, now here's the interesting with um, Trop, uh, Global, they don't include uh, UK artists in that. Really? So it's so it's non-Western or non-English language? <laughs> kinda, kinda. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever they want to give it to, really, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's yeah or things they don't consider like music in the west i don't know who knows uh, yeah okay contemporary christian album best contemporary christian album that's oh. a, a good category yeah uh gospel fine uh which is different from christian yeah okay yeah yeah it is bluegrass album well, that's this is, this is that urban versus yeah non-urban yeah yeah yeah, yeah i get it. yeah i get it <laughs> right bluegrass album is my favorite so far jazz vocal album fine um mm-hmm. what is regional roots music i don't even know what that is okay best song for social change that's quite a niche category which which one is that one again 
song for social change. So okay, I, I so guess like charity record or something, maybe new something or something that uh, I think like some artists like when the Black Lives Matter thing, yeah. like something very specific, I guess. Okay. Um, oh, I like this one. Best New Age album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> God, there's 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 best melodic rap. What's melodic rap? Oh, Drake won it, so I guess that's what melodic rap is. Are these like the Rap singer people. What's Americana? Uh, Americana. Yeah. Um. Americana music. This is. I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking that up. There's loads. There's loads. Oh, contemporary music that incorporates elements of various American roots, including country roots, uh, roots rock, folk, bluegrass. Um, this is, uh, oh my gosh, I think Americana. Okay. It's like John Denver. I don't know if you know who John Denver is. No. It's kind of, I would say whatever this, that album that Taylor Swift dropped in 2020 would be in that Americana. Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand. It's kind of folksy, kind yeah. of R and B E yeah. things that would be playing at the, at the bar. <laughs> yeah no okay i get it um yeah. here's another category which is best pop uh best pop duo or group performance won by sam smith and kim patras now that caused quite a bit of uh, a stink it seems amongst certain parts of american society particularly the performance on the night which involves sam smith um in devil horns and high heels and stuff like that so what do you make of that (laughs) um this is a very interesting category um it it caused controversy a couple years ago with bts because they are putting in duo i think bts was literally the only group in the category and everybody else was like put together artists um i think like lady gaga and ariana grande won that year yeah. So that's already kind of a controversial category, but I did hear that a lot of people got upset with um with this performance and I think it's you know it's the devil you know it is probably reminiscent of little Nas X wearing the high heels yeah. playing with the devil type yeah. thing and and folks get all in their panties about <laughs> you know seeing men in high heels and stuff. Don't they? But you know they really do. They really, 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 really do. Do you know? Uh, <laughs> I can't, they really do. I kind of like seeing them get all in their panties about it because, yeah, because it's like it's it's like when um, oh, I'm just trying to think of an analogy. Really, like when you add oil to water and it just repels it. Like there's there's no mm-hmm. way that they could ever possibly admit that it's okay but i saw a tweet from ted cruz that basically said that uh it was evil now (laughs) is it evil because it's a man in high heels or is it evil because he looked like the devil or both 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 okay both because remember the whole thing and uh this is something i did kind of read over the weekend uh maybe last weekend but this kind of goes with the the books being banned in Florida. Yeah. People honestly do think that there is a quote unquote gay agenda being 
being um, peddled to kids and things like that. So, yeah. To me, it sounds like <laughs> internalized homophobia. I, I'm i going to agree with you. I think people just crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. They cannot handle this at all. And um, a lot of people that I know who they said they... They 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 don't really listen to Sam Smith music um, all the time, but they really liked his performance. But yeah, there's a lot of people who think that this there's some type of gay agenda being pushed right now, and I guess he tapped into that, and folks got their panties in a bunch. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was having this conversation with someone the other day about his new music video, uh, where which is called "I'm Not Here to Make Friends" or something like that, uh, where he's in a he's in a bodice and uh, again high heels and sort of um, his nipples are covered with like uh, nipple covers um, and all this, and it's and it's it's very sexualized. It is, but people are all up in their panties because it's a man being all sexualized and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just exactly the same as um, like Nicki Minaj and other artists like that. It just happens to be a bloke. Well, actually not a bloke. Sorry, hang on. Let me correct that. Not a bloke because he's non-binary. So that was wrong of me to say that. But the idea that that it doesn't fit. He's bloke presenting. Yes, he is male presenting. Yes. Yes, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. So, um. We and the same with the little Nas X video that came out a, a couple of years ago, and I mean, I said this doesn't look any different than how women have been sexualized. And I one, I don't think people are used to seeing men sexualized this way. Mm. We are used to men being sexualized, you know, body oil, ripped abs, and flexing muscles. You know, that's like the level of like, man yeah, sex, like Chris, Chris Hemsworth kind to. of level. Yes, you know, you know, he doesn't do oil. I mean, the oil comes from the 80s, but you know, you know, everybody's always sweaty and the men are all walking around with their shirts off for some reason and they all just happen to have nice bodies. Have you been so watching Chippendales again? That type of sexualization, which doesn't, which I guess makes men feel, want to feel manly or something, but this other sexualization is disturbing, I could see for some people and I think it's awesome. <laughs> I do, I do like it when people are pushing some of these boundaries. I, I do like seeing the Ted Cruises of this world get really, really wound up. I like, I like seeing the little clips on Talk TV or GB News over here where they're really, really angry about something so ridiculous that you just think, you know, Phew. yeah, like calm down. Now, this is one thing that did come up, and I saw this tweet over. Um, I don't know if it's the weekend or last week, but somebody said, you know, where is the intense hate coming from? Because, and this guy was saying people back in the day, like, I need you guys to explain to me, did people have the same feeling toward, um, oh my gosh, David Bowie or Boy George or um, Elton John? Like, did they have the same type of, you know, intensify hate because they walked around with makeup on and high heels and everything. Um, so, and I couldn't really speak for boy George or, or sorry for like David Bowie. Cause I wasn't around too much. I mean, I was young when he was doing his thing, but it's almost like the same with little Richard. I mean, you look at videos now, the man walked around in high heels and wore makeup and it's just like, and it seemed like nobody weren't, they weren't as disturbed that they appear to be now, which is so fascinating to me. Well, I don't know. Boy George, 
uh, I mean, I wasn't that old, but boy, George, it that I mean, it really did get people in their panties. Definitely, yeah. The boy George thing. I loved. I love Culture Club. Culture Club was Culture Club was one of the first records that I I think I bought. I, I went into a a shop and got some forty fives from like a bargain bucket or something like wow. that. And I didn't really know what I was choosing, but there was Culture Club in there. Tears for Fears. Spandau Ballet, Tears for Fears. all sorts, uh, Thompson Twins, right. but anyway, uh, but I yeah, <laughs> I, I know that like Boy George in particular caused people concern. I, I think David Bowie did as as well. I'm not sure about Elton John because he was kind of established. He floated between. Yeah. Well, but I mean, but he was still, to me, he was kind of like the little Richard. I mean, if you paid attention, like looked at interviews now, it's just like, oh, that was some blatant stuff. And how is it that people miss this? Mm. Like, how did y'all miss this back then? Which I'm sure they did not. Uh, but also, I mean, you don't see this same type of hate with Harry Styles. I don't think so. Because he is pushing quite a few boundaries, I think. Yeah, I but people are getting upset with him suggesting that he's queer baiting that's the accusation put put to him oh oh he's cosplaying being queer yeah so you know that's that's a that's another another thing but just just touching on on like the olden days which is way before 2009 for reference um the uh i I watched something uh, a while ago which was all about how you know, queer people in the sort of 70s and early 80s, like TV celebrities that were obviously gay, um, the way that they almost had to act up to it as if to become a, a caricature of their queerness mm. to to be mm. accepted, whether that was a TV presenter like Larry Grayson, which is somebody that you've probably never heard of, um, uh, or, um, oh God, what was the actor? Like John Inman was another actor, uh, and there's another one from the Carry On film whose name escapes me right right now. But in this in this sort of um, piece, it was talking about how the only way that they could survive really was to like go two feet in and be the campest version of themselves, so mm-hmm. that people they could be the joke, so that no one else could, y- you know, like not hurt yeah. them, but like be the they were making enough of a joke about themselves. That it, it that it was pointless. Anyone else making the joke? If you see what I mean? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Well, it is. It's but... terribly sad. And I suppose because yeah, it is. because of the way that society develops and, and being gay is clearly more acceptable in society. Although clearly in some uh, some parts of it, it's it's, it's not. Um, that that we don't have that issue, and so people don't have to act up, and so maybe people feel that that's more threatening. I don't know. It's I. I don't even. I. I. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with people, because it. It. It's like these queer people have always been around, but may. You, you know what? Maybe too. Too many people have gotten all in their panties mm. with um politics, and now is making a huge issue of it. And you know, not trying to skate over this. That is, it has always been a problem, and people, people from the queer community have always dealt with always have dealt with challenges so we don't want to make it sound like it was better then but it just seems a little bit more intense now Mm. for for whatever reason 
and um yeah we, we de- and now people are saying it's an agenda everywhere so i, I, I definitely think we're in a moment of time where the lgbtq plus community is having to deal with an intense level of scrutiny injustice or violence uh, or hatred against it in the way that many yeah. minority um, groups are um and i think that's that is a reflection of where where society is at at the moment but i think the thing that i always think about really is these holier than now individuals like the ted cruises like anyone else people that are mm-hmm. shocked at sam smith and the fact that kim patras is a trans woman winning an award they all seem to be the same type of people and i think yeah i think focusing on on them and going they're not important really is is how i look at it I'm not interested in Ted Cruz and those type of people. They are way, way, way behind the curve. And and there is no going back to some kind of ideological uh, nostalgia that they, that they seem to pine for. So it, they're just wasting their energy, really. They're wasting their energy, but unfortunately, they are extremely important. And I, I will just say that for here in the United States, because these are the people who are behind uh, the book bans and behind the um, the transgender, the anti-trans uh, acts, the anti-LGBTQ acts. Mm. And they are growing. It's not growing. They have been in for the long game and they are making themselves extremely known. So it's one of those things like they're not important. You don't want to pay attention to them, but you kind of have to because they are literally changing everything that they're sneakily changing our lives and they are the groups behind banning books and things like that. So, um, and Ted Cruz is out of Texas and the things that they are doing, um, you know, felony charges against anyone with, um, like taking your kids to a drag show is, um, you get reported to uh, child services and things like that in Texas. So Mr. Ted Cruz, unfortunately is kind of important Mm -hmm. and he likes guns and he likes, I guess he seems to be okay with people, shooting up kids in schools in his home state so well i think he secretly likes men and that's his issue but there you go i wouldn't be surprised (laughs) well listen look at us getting all serious um when we start talking about the grammys we're so good at this thing Uh, i i have a little request actually before we sign off Uh, if you're listening to this and you've gotten this far into this episode i would really like us to get a few more reviews i know it's like going for the ask but in my workshop that I ran on Sunday about podcasting. I did say that sometimes people don't quite get to the end. So we'll um, we'll see mm-hmm. if you get to the end and you leave us a review, we'll know that you listen. Yeah, that'd be great. And maybe in the future we'll ask at the beginning so you don't forget. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that it's award season coming up for podcasts. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, help us out, guys. Help us out. Okay. <laughs> On that note, then, uh, with our begging, I think we'll leave this this week. Uh, see where we go next week. See what are the bingo options. Um, see if we manage to get through any of those in the next week. But I mean, until then, Felicia, I mean, look, stay safe in Florida because I am worried about your general levels of safety in that state. How long are you there for? Uh, we'll be here for a month, so until oh. February twenty eighth. Yeah, so it'll be a while. Okay. Don't read any books. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I won't. See you soon. See ya.